Good morning and welcome to the morning show. Hey, how are you? Soggy. Very soggy. Very soggy today. I feel like it was an extra manic Monday. Yeah. The weather is nasty. Did you get the raincoat out? I did. My leopard raincoat. My favorite coat of the season. Awesome. Yeah, we got uh, an umbrella out this morning for the first time. I always forget it, but... Yeah, so it's going to be one of those rainy days. Good day for a nap. Maybe yes. take a sick day or a personal day if you haven't got into work yet. <laughs> there is a 100% chance of rain to, to continue today. So you know what they should do is just snuggle up in a uh, comfy blanket and watch TV all day. That's a good idea. Now, as you can see on the screen behind us, we're celebrating our 21st birthday today, Yay. which is awesome. Do you remember uh, where you were on your 21st? Oh, on my 20, not 21 years ago, but my 21st birthday. Yes, I was in East Lansing. That's where I celebrated mine as did well. You? Yeah. Did you? Where did you go? Did you go to Landshark? Rick's. Rick's. Yeah. yeah. Rick's and probably Landshark. You were at the Dollar? The that Dollar? Probably wasn't I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it seems like that was the place to go. So it must have been the place to go for your birthday too. So yeah, 21 years. So congratulations to everyone here. We're celebrating. So how old were you when your parents started JTV? I was 18. Wow. Yes, I was two months into college, which was odd. Well, congratulations to you and your family. Yeah. You guys have built this like mega media empire that really is a service for our entire community. So thank you. It's been great, crazy, and thank you for all you do for us too, Jen. We appreciate it. It's uh, Halloween week, and we always say we're going to dress up, and we never do. But we might, maybe we'll do something at the end. Yeah, I, I, uh, I had an offer to get my face painted, and I turned it down. Whatever, I just can't even. You said you wanted to do Halloween. <laughs> I gave you an awesome opportunity to really do Halloween. Like, put us on the map as the Halloween morning show guest, and you wussed out. I sweat. Oh the paint would have looked funny. And, uh, Maybe it would have absorbed it. You think? Yes. No, I don't think so. Yes, it would have. Definitely not. Whatever. Um, but you guys were celebrating Halloween in Brooklyn last week. I saw a bunch of uh, pictures of witches. and. Yes. So now I feel like I have to have a competition of like the Irish Hills versus Jackson. Oh, my Jackson's goodness. Jackson's doing one this week. But look how fun this is. Uh, Witches Night Out 2021 was a huge success. Um, April Messer and her um, studio on wheels took over 500 pictures really? of witches that came downtown. And people were so creative with their costumes they were in the best moods but even if you wanted to just come out and you didn't have a witch's costume we have extra hats and things like that available and the photos were just so much fun so this week this thursday downtown jackson five to eight i believe and at the um, corner of michigan and south jackson right there in the fields parking lot right by the clock tower we're going to have this same um, studio on wheels Come cool. and get your free picture with you and your witches, and we're gonna have a tarot card reader. Oh, Ooh. I definitely won't be there. This sounds like a women-only event. Um, that you know what? We had some ghosts and goblins and some oh, wizards come okay. out. It was pretty cool. All right. um, but yeah, I think it's probably geared toward women. The whole idea is come downtown, shop these amazing shops. For sure, you're gonna sip and shop. I always spend a little bit more. Of, I've had a glass of wine or two. Um, so we're encouraging you to get your holiday shopping started and then stop by the Fields Building for some girly fun. Cool, it'll be fun. And there's so many places to shop and yes. buy things downtown now. So yes. um, should be a great night. Uh, this weekend uh, was nuts. We had our last weekend of uh, regular season football and then we had the ORS race. And I don't know yes. if you know this, but I was up early working this race um, on a golf cart and I was so cold, <laughs> so cold, um, but it was a great, uh, great race through Jackson. I was actually driving Marshalls to their, let me stop real quick because Noah wants me to, there's Josh Brigat. Josh has gone to the man tight look oh my gosh. For, the, for the running, which That's is good. That's incredible. I wore those when I competed in track, but I had a nice pair of shorts over them. Yeah. It looks like he's gone full, I call that a sleek suit. I like it. Yeah. What was the first, what do you call it, a man tuck? Man tights. Man tights. Oh, man tights. Man tights. Is that what he's wearing? <clears throat> no, he's looking at his watch. He's so obsessed with that watch, the yeah. time. Huh. Um, but he had a great race. Uh, anyway, so I'm driving people. At, oh, how cute is uh, that? I was driving people around at 7 in the morning on this golf cart just flying around downtown Jackson. Oh, my I was, gosh. I, I was the first person I dropped off. It's like a block from the log cabin party store. Oh my stars! About seven ten a.m. We were cruising. Oh well, that was gosh. part of where it was. Oh my good lord! Um, but we had a great time, and there was the eight k, five k, the kids' fun run. Uh, my daughter did the uh, 
the superhero run. It was it was very nice. It was just a down and back, really. What'd she dress up as? She didn't. She wore uh, just JTV stuff. <laughs> well, she's JTV superhero. So she, so uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of kids. So my kids and um, nephews did this run. Oh, there she is, right up front. Yeah, she no, she needs to learn to pace herself because she hit the wall on her way back. Oh, she, she did. She went off in a dead sprint. Uh, but they were chasing a villain down uh, Pearl oh, look Street. Look at the tongue How out. Cool. You know you're serious when the tongue is out. Yeah. Um, but when my um, my kids and my nephews did it. Everybody came dressed as a superhero, except my one nephew came dressed as a hot dog. Really? <laughs> yeah, and he ran That's down. Funny. I'm so bummed I forgot about this this weekend. There's just, you know what? It's like revenge events. Like all the events are hitting at once, yeah. and you kind of have to pick and choose what you can I know, cram we've into got a lot, weekend. We've got a lot coming up, um, especially that in of the, the opera. No, that's a uh, villain. Oh, scary. Yeah, one of and uh, shout out to the ORS employees, they come from all over and work the race, you know, people from the Jonesville area, Lansing area. And Here's then why the, I would run. No, this was fun to watch, the beer mile. Um, I had a few friends do this and I mean, you chug, uh, you chug a beer and okay. then you run a mile. Wow. And so is that's that not like a, you know, that's not the, it's, it's a lighter beer for the, it but it's not like, you know. Well, no, it's stronger than that. Yeah, it's strong, is this stronger within than that. the run, or is this a separate run? This is the start. This is separate. This is uh, separate run. This is separate. So you just chug a beer and run a mile. You chug beer, run a mile. I mean, I feel like I could do that. You think? Yeah, I do. I, I think, mean, I could run a mile. Yeah, could you chug a beer and then do it? Heck yeah, I could do anything after I chugged a beer. Well, we know you can shop after you chug a beer. <laughs> I don't know about running a mile unless uh, it was maybe to a, to another store next year. Yeah, next year we're gonna sign you up for that. But yeah, that was that was uh, a lot of fun. And then I missed the uh, second half of the Michigan game. I was watching my daughter's soccer game, and of course this weekend, Michigan, Michigan State. <laughs> this it, is like gonna be the best matchup in a long time. It's gonna be a great game. I will be uh, in Dewitt at a soccer field at 1:30 next Saturday. Oh, what time is the game? Noon. Oh, stop it. Well, DeWitt's close to Lansing, so you what can am just I like do? buzz over no, no, to East no, no, Lansing, no, no, chug no, no. a beer, and... No. <laughs> nope, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Who are you rooting for? Unbelievable. Hey, <laughs> some sad news over the weekend. Gunther passed Gunther away. Gunther from Friends died. Ugh, now... Oh, R.I.P. Gunther. You know what Gunther and I uh, have in common? What? We were both in love with Rachel most of the late oh, 90s. Oh gosh, I, you and every Everyone. other man mm. and woman in the planet. Yes, just so sad. He was such a like small but intricate part of that. I saw very, some very um, things that Jennifer Aniston, your girlfriend, posted wow. about or scenes with her and Gunther that were just priceless. So yeah, it's a great character actor and. Rest yeah, in he, peace. yes, he was he was awesome for sure. He was on the. Reunion. I wanted to work in that coffee shop with him. Yeah. Yeah, so Rachel would come in and I could <laughs> serve her drinks. But, hey, let's get to our extreme dodge scoreboard, and we're really just going to let you know who is playing who in the high school yes. football playoffs. Um, Division two, Jackson. They're going to travel to Portage Central, and that's going to be Friday at seven. Western. They're hosting Madawan. And then Michigan Center, Jonesville, Detroit Leadership Academy. Is wow. Jalen Rose involved with that? And they play uh, Lumen Christie on Friday. We're not sure which games we'll be at. We're going to let those shake out. We're going to be at two of them. Okay. And uh, you'll see Napoleon 6-3. and three, They're not in. The six wins was gone. It is based on playoff points. So that's why you see teams oh. like Madawan getting in at four and five. So Jeez. despite the... Six and three year at the playoff points didn't add up. I so. bet there's some mad pirates. Well, there probably are, but uh, next year, next unfortunately, year. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the uh, the name of the game now. So, what else is happening? It's Halloween week. Yes. We did pumpkins last night. Have you done pumpkins? No, we need to do that. Do you know that like it's in? I do. Less We're than late. A week. Oh, cool. We did ours last night. Nice. Did Which you one get do you those? think is mine? Uh. Let's see, you, you wouldn't dare put yours in the front. Um, back right. Uh, back right. My right or your right? The, the owl? The owl. The owl. Well, I should, I should claim that one because I did the majority of the work, but that was my daughter Katie's brainchild. Mine's actually right in front of hers. Oh, <laughs> just, so you would put yours in I front. just took out my drill and just drilled a bunch of holes in it. That is really good work there. <laughs> I know. 
That's great. Anyway, we get, we did decide it. <laughs> Look at my dog looking at us up in the corner. See, Ginger? Uh, um, anyway, we decided at like 6.30 last night. Oh, shoot. We hadn't done pumpkins, so Kerwin ran out and got some. And did he go to the uh, gas station to get them? No, but close. Okay, because I, I swear I'm not going to buy pumpkins from a gas station, but I end up sometimes having to do that because I... Wait till the absolute last minute. Polly's Country Market still has them. Okay. Well, that's that's not a gas station. Yep. And so. we have other ones that we got from Adams, but they're like this big, or this fat, and this tall. I mean, yeah. Do you guys do the family pumpkin patch and do the pictures and dress up and we wear the same boots? We have in boots? the past. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like this year, yeah, I mean, we, it's gone by so fast. We haven't done any of the normal things that we would do. Yeah. But. It's one of my least favorite things to do. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just don't. Like, what's your favorite thing to do then? Uh, my favorite thing to do would be golf and travel. Oh, okay. Yeah, not go through pumpkin patches. Mm. But it's fun you when you probably don't home. like Christmas either. No, I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday of them all. Nice. So, hey, we have a great show today. We are going to get things started with Dr. Joanne Hirth from Henry Ford right after this quick break. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. I'm George Pearson with Howard Hammond Real Estate. If you are looking to buy or sell commercial, industrial, vacant land, or residential property, please call me at 517-740-8910. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is imagining. Change is big, small, clean. Him, them, us, you. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com change. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Roseville, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. Good morning and welcome back. It's October, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we have got jo Dr. Joanne Hurth from Henry Ford Allegiance Health to teach us a little bit more about breast awareness. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we are happy so. to have you. Thanks for coming in in the rain. Yeah. So, it's, you know, we need that too. <laughs> yeah, so it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. What does that mean for you and what you do? Well, I think it, it's nice to have times of the year that we all remember um, certain things. So for, for breast cancer in particular, um, screening is important and patients' outcomes are certainly much better if we catch disease early. So um, I think the, the Breast Cancer Awareness Month and um, teams supporting that, we've had a lot of um, networking in the community with certain football teams and um, being aware of cancer and cancer survivors and that tends to happen in October, and we're all very happy about that uh, because in the end of it, we all just want to 
hopefully get patients what they need at a timely manner so um, their outcomes can be better. So yeah, um, it, seemed, it seemed like a few years ago, schools really got involved promoting, you'll see yeah. pink jerseys yeah. for breast cancer awareness yeah. month. And it, it really, you know, a lot of the players will play for someone that they've lost or someone that has exactly. uh, had breast cancer. So it does bring the awareness. But what, what is one thing that everyone should know about breast cancer? I think the big thing is just that if you catch the disease early, the, you know, the outcome can certainly be really good and curable. So the whole key is, is going and getting the screening and, and making sure that the disease doesn't get very advanced before it's noticed. What age should women start getting mammograms? Well, there's different guidelines and, and actually I think that's good. We're all individuals. We all have different family histories and different situations. So the majority of guidelines have been you know, to start in your 40s. Um, there are some population guidelines, though, that say you, you could wait until later. But again, I think the patient needs to talk to their physician to figure that out. Um, and certainly, if you have a history of breast illness, breast cancer, you, you, know, you should be starting in your 40s. What are, what are early signs? So that's a great question. And sometimes it's not a definable lump or mass, mm -hmm. although certainly if, if a woman would have a lump, um, you, you want to go in and see your, your doctor right away. But sometimes it's a, you know, a feeling of heaviness or skin changes. So sometimes women can get redness or thickening or puckering or, or the skin just seems to get leathery. Um, and those certainly can be symptoms that need to be looked at as well. That is so interesting. Um, Women have different types of breast tissue. If, do women with more dense breast tissue have, need to be looking for something else? or That's a great question because I think that's really confusing. Yeah. And um, just to, to try to look into that a little bit, it's, it's, there's a difference between breast tissue that's dense on a mammogram and um, how a breast feels. And so when the, when the doctors are talking or your mammogram report is talking about uh, breast tissue that's dense, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to do with how the breast feels. It has to do with how it looks on the mammogram. And it's actually not abnormal. There's many, many women who have uh, breast tissue that's dense on mammography. The issue with it is that um, it's the structural support of the breast that is just denser and there's less fat. And the cancer happens in that denser tissue. Oh. And so the problem is that the radiologist has a harder time finding smaller abnormalities or really um, being able to pick things up on a mammogram when somebody has dense breasts. So, should, so if somebody's been made aware that they have dense tissue, then should they be having their mammograms more often? Or? That's a great question too, but no, we, we don't really have that data to support that. I think it's always that someone needs to have both an exam as well as a mammogram. Okay. You shouldn't just rely on one or the other. Um, and technology changes uh, for the good. So nowadays we do um, a little better um, screening called a, a tomosynthesis um, breast exam. And so the radiologists are able to pick things up a little bit better. And you know, I think things are coming down the pike that might help these women as well. Um, but again, if somebody receives a report that says you, you had dense breast tissue, it, it's really not an abnormality. It's just okay. a, a pickup to the team that you could miss some early things on a screening mammogram and just to, to be more careful on your yearly follow-ups. Okay. What uh, what's treatment like? Um, how has that evolved and what's offered at Henry Ford? <laughs> so treatment definitely has evolved. Um, you know, it makes it exciting for the doctors. We get better things and um, safer things and things that patients tolerate better. Um, so some of that's been in surgery. Um, it used to be when someone had breast cancer, you know, their, their lymph nodes in their armpit area, their axillary area, would, would all be removed and that led to some complications or arm swelling. So that's rarely done anymore. Um, we have ways to just sample the one specific lymph node um, and that makes the outcomes better for the patient. So that's been a, a really good thing for patients. Um, we have a little better radiation and some women who don't have um, meet specific criteria. Sometimes they have a little shortened or um, uh, more uh, controlled radiation field to limit side effects. Um, plastic surgery has involved, so for women who, who want a better cosmetic outcome, that's all good. And then on the medical part, um, there's just been an explosion of new medicines uh, for the good. 
um, for many cancers, but in particular for breast cancer. So we have things that make the treatments um, better, that work better. Um, over this past year, we've had the first trials that showed that immunotherapy can be helpful for some breast cancer patients, and that's a, a big event. Um, and um, also to make it easier for patients. So we have better supportive therapies that you know, help control nausea or help control side effects so that the patient is able to get through their treatments better. Um, with all of that you know, evolution in the medicine, are, the, are we seeing better long-term outcomes, like less reoccurrence, or I, I'm just curious what that, what it looks like. You survived breast cancer, now what? Yeah, um, so for early stage breast cancer that's curable, um, you know, we, we do see continued you know, improvements in those rates. Um, for metastatic patients where, where their cancer has moved beyond the local breast and the lymph node area and, and spread to another part of their body, um, you know, what I tell patients is if, if that would happen, um, certainly that's what we're all trying to prevent. Uh, but if that does happen, there's still very effective treatments. And um, that patient is, is kind of in there for a marathon, not a sprint. Okay. And you want to try to give them um, therapies that are going to help control their disease without causing the patient a lot of side effects. So we, we try to individualize treatments and figure out what's going to be the best one for that person. I have, so. a, I have a question from the, the boys upstairs. Can men get breast cancer? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Um, it, it should be discussed particularly in families who have a high rate of either breast cancer, ovarian cancer, hmm. prostate cancer, and pancreatic cancer. There can be genetic reasons why those yeah. cancers um, pop up in families. And that does increase the risk that um, a man can get breast cancer. Hmm. Um, so there, you know, there are genetic tests that are done and we do quite a bit of them once a patient's diagnosed and has the right situation. Um, and if there's a family that has that, we would encourage all individuals, you know, to consider talking to their doctor and getting tested. Um, and if a man should develop a lump, yes, they, you know, need to go in and, mm. and get checked. So um, years ago, like maybe 15 years ago, because of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I did a self-exam that I wouldn't have normally done and found a lump. It was benign, but it did need to be removed. Um, is that something we should be encouraging men to do too on a regular basis? Is the self-exam, I mean- Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a, a bad idea. As, uh, again, especially if you've got a, a family history okay. of issues there. And generally, um, you know, at a wellness or annual physical exam, it's not a bad idea for a man to at least have a little bit of an exam there, right? So what does treatment look like at Henry Ford Allegiance? If I've been diagnosed with breast cancer, what can you do for me? So first is to make sure we know what the diagnosis is. So we need to be particular about what type of breast cancer you have and, and how far, you know, it, it may have traveled to lymph nodes or not. Um, and you know, there, although we talk about breast cancer as one illness, there, there are really many different subtypes of breast cancer and they're all treated a little bit differently. But you know, hopefully if there's a, a cancer and it's, and it's early, it, it should be operated on um, unless, unless a person has you know, extreme age or, or bad hearts, then sometimes other things are talked about. Um, but surgery is the first line of treatment. Um, and then after surgery, some women, are recommended to get radiation. And um, again, depending on the stage and the type of cancer, oftentimes women are recommended afterwards to either take a pill to help control their cancer and keep it from coming back, or and some patients to get chemotherapy. And in addition to all that, um, we do have good physical therapy here. Um, sometimes there are issues with um, arm swelling or musculoskeletal tightening and things like that, that um, women can be helped with physical therapy. We have a nurse navigator who is really helpful in getting the patients through the system and answering questions and making sure that they um, get to the right place at the right time. Um, we have diet, uh, cancer dietitian, which is helpful, especially for patients on chemotherapy, and, and social workers who help patients who have various issues because we know that cancer upsets your entire life and your entire family. So yeah. we, we try to broadly um, re really reach out to the family as well. So early detection key. Can't, yes. Can't <laughs> emphasize that enough. Have, um, how has 
uh, have people been coming in? I mean, the last obviously 18, 20 months with COVID, have you seen folks be a little hesitant to come in? Yeah, and, and I, I, you know, we had to shut things down right. for a while. Um, I would say that there was a catch-up period where people were behind on their screening mammograms. And actually the community has really responded uh, well and the health system did open up um, extra hours and to try to accommodate that and catch people up. And um, so those, those numbers of screens have gone up and, and we've really kind of got back towards normality. And the health system here in Jackson really makes it easy. I mean, we have multiple <laughs> areas that you can go to have a mammogram. We right. even have a mobile lab. Right, yep, and that's great. Um, the mobile lab is, is really helpful, especially for some patients who are from more remote areas or, or coming from communities south of here that may not have quite as um, easy access to a, a mammography area. Um, and it, yes, there's multiple areas you can get your, your testing done. Pretty easy to park and go in and get it done. And I, I can um, share that I called to schedule one last week and I'm going next week. So it was really Wonderful. quick and it doesn't hurt. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's maybe a little uncomfortable, but I would say that's it. I'm just right. uncomfortable. It's and probably easier than having a baby. It's a lot. Oh, if you've had a baby, mammograms, <laughs> nothing. But definitely. it's, you know, 10 minutes in and out. I don't think I was there more than 10 or 15 minutes. Everybody was wonderful. So it's not the scary thing that I think people right. um, have envisioned if you have not had one yet. Um, and, and you're over 40 or you fit any of the other criteria, they, Henry Ford Allegiance Health makes it super easy. Yep, glad to hear that. And I'm glad you got your mammogram. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for uh, coming in today. Oh, we're you're very welcome. That. And uh, wish you all good health and also for the community that everybody um, continues to share good health with their family. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Dr. Joanne Hirth from Henry Ford Allegiance Health. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Do you love to dine out and try delicious food? Do you love board games? Now you can combine the two at Slice and Dice Board Game Pizzeria. We offer hundreds of games to choose from and play while you dine at no charge to you or your party. If you like a game you played, then check out our retail area and purchase a board game to take home and enjoy. But that's not all. We also have a full menu of amazing food including fresh salads, sandwiches on Asiago focaccia bread, boneless wings, cheese bread, pizza that you can get round or our signature Super Edge Detroit style up to 27 inches long, dine in and play or take out and bring a board game home with you. Order online at slice the letter n dicepizza.com. Slice and Dice Board Game Pizzeria, located at 1220 West Parnell Road, Suite B in Jackson. Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. Minutemansewer.com. Improving the air quality in your home isn't a luxury, it's improving your family's lives. Our staff do each job carefully, completely, and with great attention paid to you, the homeowner. We take care to leave each home better than we found it, and when you take your first breath after one of our cleanings, I'm sure you'll agree. We can help keep your home cleaner and your air safer by scheduling a cleaning today. Ducks, we're your indoor air professionals. A fun place to take your family and friends is the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. See. Hear. Smell. Taste. While you're here, pick up a gift to share. You always feel like a kid in a candy store at the Jackson Candy and Fudge Factory. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Hey, if you're out there looking for a job or a career change, the Michigan Department of Corrections is hiring and they are hiring here. Get dedicated, reach success, Corrections is hiring. The MDOC is hiring in our area. Paid training, virtual options, great pay benefits, and a signing bonus. Corrections officers start at 18.65 an hour. 
registered nurse signing bonus, $5,000. Wow. To learn more about the benefits and advancement, visit governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Michigan. One more slash and then MDOC <laughs> to learn more. Great opportunities in our area. It's now time to welcome one of our downtown neighbors and friends from County National Bank, Vice President Bill Jors. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Vice President. Good morning. I'm sure you're hearing about all kinds of jobs open as well. It's not. We have open. jobs open. <laughs> we have jobs open. We have. We're currently looking for uh, a new commercial lender. Are you for Jackson? Um, credit analysts and always tellers. Yeah. Customer service rep. Uh, people and so you know people are like anti wanting to start at a teller but it's a great way to get into a financial yes. institution and grow right yeah yeah I, mean, I can name um, at least two or three vice presidents that we have that were started as tellers well there you go and uh, so it uh, it is a great way to work up um, you know, it is probably the most important job in the bank, mm -hmm. I feel, to the customer, because yeah. right. that's who sees the customers the most yeah. day in and day out. And so to have good frontline people, you want to have a good welcoming atmosphere and friendly and familiar. Yeah. And to keep the same people is also important. Yes. And that's a challenge for anyone in the service industry now. Well, you guys must supply or, or create a really um, positive work environment because it seems like you have longevity for sure. I mean, I see the same faces and there's such comfort in saying, you know, kind of rolling in hot and saying, okay, I'm sending this all in and I need this there, this there, that there. And they just know, they know you, they know the accounts, they know how to do it. And there's just a, 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 a piece for me in mm -hmm. seeing those friendly, knowledgeable faces. So what's the secret? You know, I think empowering our employees would probably be the biggest thing that comes to mind versus other financial institutions. Uh, we're in a position to help much, uh, much quicker. We can respond much better. And, and, you know, our branch managers have probably the same authority that, that a lot of bank presidents do okay. um, in larger institutions. Um, I know that other banks that operate in the market that are regional um, banks no one has any authority to do hardly anything. Mm -hmm. We hired an area president from a well-known institution here, and, and I remember uh, you know, people coming in and saying, he can't even waive a late fee without calling somewhere <laughs> and getting permission. And so a sense of ownership, a yeah. sense of um, being able to make a difference in the communities. Um, you know, We do a lot of, particularly in lending, a lot of deals at other institutions just mm -hmm. have blanket yeah. policies not to touch. Yep. Get them out the door as quick as we can. We don't want those people. Mm -hmm. And we've never had a taboo list of uh, industries or people or, you know, certainly in a town like this, there are certain people you, you want, certain people you want to avoid. <laughs> and that's probably as critical I like as... No, neither neither <laughs> one of you. You both know. Um, <laughs> So, you know, knowledge of the community sure. as well. Well, and speaking of community and your guys' commitment to it, what's some good news, good things happening with County National and Jackson, Michigan? Well, uh, you know, we have a lot. We tend to look at ourselves not only as making a lot of donations and attending a lot of events, but getting a lot of organizations off the ground. And, and um, you know, our community involvement, I've always felt our community involvement is to employ people and to generate revenue within our community so uh, we can continue to grow and be an attractive community for more and more businesses to come to. I'm a growth guy. Um, you know, I want to grow the bank to where we can make more donations. When you know, I first started in the bank, if you got a $200 donation to an organization, you really had to fight for it mm. and go through several levels. And now, um, now I don't even think a, a donation that size gets any attention. Mm -hmm. Yes, we tend to do everything, but you know our success uh, mirrors the community's success. All of our eggs are in Jackson's basket. Mm -hmm. We have other markets, but Jackson is by far the largest market we operate in. There's not one even close, and so we live and die by Jackson County. And so um, as Jackson's successful, we're successful. There's a couple of prime parcels in Brooklyn. You know, I'm, I'm really <laughs> praying for a CNB Brooklyn branch. Can, can I, should I remain hopeful? I, I would remain hopeful All only right. because, um, you know, we've looked at Brooklyn long and hard oh. for a long time. 
And um, there are a lot of financial institutions out there. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're at Lenaway, we're at Lenaway County, yeah. Jackson County, Hillsdale County all come together and it's been overbanked, mm -hmm. um, we have felt. And so we do a tremendous amount of business um, out, in Brooklyn, out in Brooklyn. I would say we've done probably 90% of the construction loans in the last 20 years yeah. on Clark mm -hmm. Lake. And so a lot of depositors, a lot of business out there. Um, but yes, we are in Tecumseh, and there would there's a little gap there between Tecumseh and Jackson that could be filled someday. I'm telling you, it's a big gap. Just <laughs> <laughs> put an ATM on, we'll call it good. I don't even go to the ATM. I need personal interaction. You mentioned uh, looking for another commercial lender. How is commercial lending going? I, I'll, are people starting to want to get back into office spaces? I've seen new businesses pop up, I feel like, out of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, what's, what's kind of your take? What are you seeing? People are still a little hesitant as to what's going to come next. Um, you know, I would say right now the demand is is steady, but not dramatic. It, it isn't as a big a growth year as we've had in the mm -hmm. past. Now PPP, the funds that the government has sent out, has hampered a lot of lending uh, because a lot of companies have a lot of cash on their mm -hmm. balance sheets, as our company does, as mm -hmm. the bank does. And so we have a lot of money to lend, um, but everybody has a lot of money right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think a lot of people realize how well the stock market has done throughout this whole mm -hmm. period and how much money has been sent out. You know, Trillions and trillions of dollars have been sent out that weren't in the economy before. Right. Whenever the government prints money, number one, you know you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. yep. Number two, you don't know what's gonna happen following. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of discussion about inflation, um, and everyone is seeing it who pays for anything. Yeah, we're talking. I was gonna, one of the questions I was going to ask you is about inflation, and um, you know what? What does that? Do, what will that do to um, lending rates? Will that? Will it'll, that it'll increase them. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm one of the people who thought the Fed should have raised rates long ago. Mm -hmm. um, inflation, in my book, I've I've seen it for a good year now, mm -hmm. and it's now people are just starting to talk about it. Yeah. And the Fed is trying to determine which is, they say, sticky inflation, not sticky inflation. This is just an anomaly. When prices go up, they don't tend to come down. Right. Right. I think common yeah. sense, everyone yeah. knows that. Right. And so I think we're in a bit of a denial keeping these interest rates at zero. Yeah. When there's too much money chasing too few goods. Yeah. I think you can just look at the price of a candy bar and watch inflation over over time. Gosh. That's what I've that's why I've always done it. I, I mean, a I've candy never... bar? Mm -hmm. Well, look at bazooka gum. I mean, do they yeah. even make bazooka gum? The only thing if they, they do, it's probably a dollar. Yeah, I it's probably a dollar for a penny. At one <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think candy bars are like over two dollars now. So, oh, and when I first started buying them, they were forty-five cents. Halloween candy is insanely expensive right now. Like a, a bag of candy. Well, is like you gotta $20. have it, and that's part of it. You know, you gotta have the stuff so people are buying it. Well, the other thing that's pushing up prices is wage inflation. Right. right? And when you have to pay people more, you're going to charge more for your goods. Mm -hmm. But then those people are, in turn, having to spend more for the goods they need. And exactly. so their raise was a little They're, bit of a wash. You know, yeah. I just think people need to keep their eye on the ball there and just remember if you work hard and continue to you know, do better and promote mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. explore new opportunities, that's the way that you build mm -hmm. wealth and a legacy. Mm -hmm. not but to answer your question, they're going to have to raise rates. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not necessarily bad for right. lending. Um, lots of times when rates are are on the rise, it means the economy is doing very well. Yeah, and we've been able to take advantage of low rates for so long yeah. now um, that people should expect an but, increase. But in this instance, it's different because inflation in the past has been caused by people earning more money. Mm -hmm. This was caused by the government sending us money. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we didn't earn that money that caused the prices to skyrocket. Right. Yeah. Once that money stops flowing out of Washington, those yeah. prices are still going to be there. They're yeah. still going to be sky high. Right. And so when you have a lack of employees and a lack of supplies, we have the supplies. They're sitting mm -hmm. out in the ocean. Oh, we don't yeah, have yeah. any workers yeah. to unload them. Yeah. And so it's, uh, to me, it's not a good scenario. Yeah. We were talking about the worker shortage and you're saying, where are all these people? Where, where are the nurses that aren't working? Where are the people that aren't working? We just don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's all these jobs. They all didn't I mean, leave. I didn't hear no. of any mass exodus to Canada or Mexico. Yeah, our population else. in Jackson County is actually up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't understand. There's, there's so many people not working and everybody, I mean, I've heard from so many businesses that want to grow. There's one in particular, I'm really hoping that they do something and they're scared to do it because they said we cannot get staff. So we can't expand if we can't get staff. And I'm hearing that across right. the board and it's a major right. issue. And that, that causes um, a decrease in loan demand. You have yeah. that loan demand when people are uncertain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they are reluctant to make major decisions, make the capital investments they want. So there's a lot of money sitting on the sidelines seeing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you know things seem to be sticking around. We didn't think we were going to be around. The Delta variant, yep. a lot of fear about that. COVID seems to not be... Um, going away in a lot of people's minds, and um, so yeah, I was going to ask you. You know, nationally, you have a lot of Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies that are pushing off that work from home or pushing the work from home through the first of the year. Um, does do all the does that impact us locally when national, national companies do that? Absolutely, you have you know a lot of office space that's leased mm-hmm. that won't be leased in the future, yeah. and so there will be a lot of commercial real estate that yep. will go on the market that won't be needed, mm-hmm. and so there will be a glut of real estate in the commercial office space realm. Um, it's just a change. Mm-hmm. You're seeing New York City empty yeah. and go to Florida or somewhere else, and, and they're, they're emptying the skyscrapers. A huge skyscraper. We do not have that no. problem. <laughs> we don't have any skyscrapers. You look at maybe empty. like Charlotte, North Carolina, huge banking capital. Yeah. These buildings mm-hmm. just empty. It's, it's nice that Jackson's not in a situation yeah. like that, for sure. That's very, very true. And, and, you know, I think Jackson is still in a great uh, position to grow. Yep. because of the universities and the proximities mm-hmm. that we have to our educational facilities. It's, uh, you know how real estate is going. It's, that's going very well. We need more stock, if anything. Uh, we could use a thousand new homes in yeah. Yeah. Uh, three to $500,000 range. I'm confident they would fill up. Yeah. That's what keeps me sleeping at night. You know, I'm, I'm concerned about what the, the future holds, but I read something that said from 1959 to 19, 2008, the United States on average built about 1.5 million homes a year for mm-hmm. that long. But then the, over that 10 year period, we were building less than 750,000. So there is, there's just a housing shortage and mm-hmm. our population is growing. So. Right. Right. That's a, right. That's a good thing for real estate. That means that yeah. even if there is a shift or if rates go up, there's still going to be that mm-hmm. demand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to build a thousand homes, we can't. Mm-hmm. We don't have the labor or the right. material. No. Yeah. And so what happens to the area of real estate? It becomes very scarce. Prices go way up. Yeah. And um, you got to be nimble and pre-approved at your local community bank. That's right. <laughs> Bill Jors from County National. Always great to see you. It's good and, to see uh, you. You always, always bring some great knowledge to the show. We appreciate it. I hope so. <laughs> you never know. Bill George, <laughs> Vice President at County National Bank. We'll be right back with some Halloween makeup tips. Hi, this is Superintendent Steve Doerr inviting you to be a part of the East Jackson family. At East Jackson, we're leading the way in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. We offer one of the area's best robotics teams, as well as a diverse array of arts and music programs. At the high school level, we're excited to launch the Jackson County Early College. New classroom technology helps our curriculum come alive, and our staff ensures a safe and welcoming environment for your child. Great things are happening at East Jackson Community Schools. To learn more, visit our website, eastjacksonschools.org. At Cochrane Electric Company, we go to great lengths to deliver the best residential electrician and commercial electrician services in the area. With over 90 years of service in the Jackson area, we at Cochrane Electric Company have established our business as a local leader in the electrician contracting industry. Get the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective and provide our best hope of ending the pandemic and returning to normal. The Walk-In Clinic at Center for Family Health is providing vaccines Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. No appointment is necessary. Don't delay. Stop in today. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for 30 years. 
Asthma allergy centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. I noticed that um, APHW was a Christian company, and I was excited about that. I like working at America's Preferred Home Warranty because of the atmosphere. It's like a second family to me. When you walk in through the door, it's an overall great environment to come into every single day. I don't know of an employee that I have worked for that I uh, believe lore in. Welcome back. Halloween is this week. I cannot believe it Can't is the wait. end of October, but we have brought you a very special treat to give you some tips and tricks on some holiday makeup. We have got Elise Murphy Haig from Patron's Day Spa in Brooklyn. Murphy, you are a, I'm going to call you Murphy because that's what yeah. I'm used to, but. Well, most of the people in the area call me that unless I've met them through work, so. Well, I I'm feel versatile. like your look transforms every day, so yeah. I feel like there might be an Elise and a Murphy. So. Yeah, it really just depends on the setting. So you, I got a picture of you sent to me from her <laughs> with, uh, so you have nice purple makeup yeah. and she said, would you like to do this on Monday? I wasn't sure. I should have done it. It wasn't that he wasn't sure. But you, you have a he lot. Out. I chickened out. But yeah, this is, so <laughs> I didn't, I was afraid that I wouldn't look as good as that. This one was actually one of my first times doing Ursula. This is kind of like the beginning process of her and how she's evolved. And no, Ursula is a very popular, very popular Halloween costume. Yeah. It is, but I wouldn't have thought of her as a witch. And she wore that to the Witch's Night Out. I thought it was brilliant. Haven't you, know? you been to Disney World? Ursula I mean, yeah. the Sea Witch. Yeah, she is a sea witch. But you know, you think a witch, you think cat, especially yeah. at Halloween. So I loved your take on it. But Thank you. this is fantastic. It was even better in person. But these pictures are great. And she did this herself to herself. Yep. That's amazing. How long did that take you? That one took me like six hours. Oh my gosh. Oh jeez. But I've gotten it down to 20 minutes. Really? Oh nice. Yes. yes. So um, I've even, I can even do it in an airbrush, which was entertaining because it, all the airbrush makeup like will stick to any hair on your face and you're like, oh my God. Ooh. So what would you do on like a face like this? So <laughs> it's always impulsive. Like I'll just grab a bunch of things like that snake one um, she kind of started off, I overthought it, and so it's just, I actually had a friend pack a random bag of makeup just in case we had time to do an example, and I think, like, honestly, the snake one is probably my favorite yeah. because it's super simple, super quick, and, like, takes probably all of about five minutes. Okay. Um, I think you look at it like some blood running down your eye or something. Yeah, you like to get, you like gore. <laughs> you mentioned airbrush, yes. and I saw one of the pictures um, that you had shared. Can we get the one with the, it almost looks like a screen over it. The, yeah, the one so, that's up behind oh, us, if we cool. could get that up on the screen. That one is actually, it's literally fishnet stockings, and you pull it over your face, and you're like, this is a good look. I think I'm about to rob a bank. And <laughs> you just start grabbing colors, and the higher the contrast between the colors, the better it looks. And the one snake face, this one is actually the second time doing it. Is that an alligator near you as well? Yes, yes. <laughs> that one was um, actually at the antique store down the road. Oh yeah. And I had four or five clients come in. Oh my God, I saw this and it reminded me of you. And oh, it's like, so fun. Is that so a good thing or a, a bad thing? So this is you do the full deal: hair, makeup. What uh, What are you going to do for yourself for Halloween? So I have been mostly doing the Ursula thing. I kind of come back to her every year and I add to it and make it bigger. Um, honestly, I don't know. It changes all the time. Like sometimes I just look what's in my area and I'm like, okay, that wreath would make a hat, which <laughs> is actually what was in the snake one and just start grabbing random things around me and see what happens. That took, that Ursula took 20 minutes and that really? was impulsive. Somebody asked me to come to a Halloween party and I was like, okay. Oh, you said impulsive. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like you were going to go shop at Kroger. So you just yeah. wanted to yeah. <laughs> give people something to talk about. Well, you know, I have done that, like just gone right to the store after doing all this stuff. And everybody's like, okay, that's awesome. Like, what's the occasion? I was like, nah, I don't know. Just felt just, like it. Just going out. It's fine. So what? you're an awesome makeup artist. What else do you moments. specialize in? Um, I can pretty much do just about anything as far as hair and coloring goes. 
one of my biggest assets is because of the impulsiveness, I'm really good at picking out what would be the best for somebody because everybody tends to overthink like, oh, I think I need this, I think I need that. And Do you think Jennifer's hair should be blonde? I think she <laughs> makes an amazing blonde. Like it's perfect. It's not <laughs> overdone. It's just amazing. I was just wondering. Do you, you know, take no. exception? I mean, no, I'm just wondering. I should, you know? like, Andy thinks I no, should I, become a brunette. No, I, I mean, I think you would pull that off as well. You could even throw in some low lights, but definitely no red. Okay, no red. No, no red for you. Yeah, I've got um, a hot face all the me? time. Honestly, I think you could pull off red. No. <laughs> oh, please do. Oh, please, yeah, please, Andy. Really? Maybe like Andy from Raggedy Maybe like Andy. Andy. Uh, yeah, that would be. <laughs> Not like a flaming red, but like a nice auburny red. Mm. I don't know. I think we should try it. I'm getting some gray. We, we can turn hey, those red. You only red. live once. Yeah, turn the, turn the gray into a... <laughs> and they have paint you can do it with instead of just, you know, dyeing the whole thing. Oh my gosh. So not the, a few <laughs> times ago that I saw Murphy, her hair was rainbow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just all over. So I wish that yeah. I had the courage to just you know, go with it. And we have a lot of people who have a... They're like, oh my God, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you don't have to do the whole thing. Like you can add pops and accents. You know, you can just have a few creative things that pop out. They even make um, colored extensions and stuff that you can put in if you're like, I want a little bit of party, but not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like it. And you give a wicked pedicure. I've had a pedicure before. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. I want, I do things for people that I would want done to me. Yeah. And so I think that makes me a little bit different than most cosmetologists. A lot of people I find in this industry are mostly in it for the money. Like I've made so many connections and so many good relationships from just taking care of people. And a lot of people don't admit that they're stressed out and they need to relax. Yeah. And then I'm like, mm mm. Like, I mean, I've, I've forced you to be in paraffin gloves and. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, You're and I couldn't touch phone. my phone yeah. for 20 minutes. Wow. She took it from me, and I just <laughs> sat there like, it took me about five minutes, and then I relaxed, and then it was great, but yeah. thanks for forcing me outside of my comfort zone. Like, oh my God, this is hard. And then after, probably, I think it was right before we took them off, you're like, I think I feel good. I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now get them off, because I got yeah. work to do. <laughs> are you, where are you from? Are you from the area? I am. I actually went to school in Napoleon, okay. and I'm kind of from the Norval area. I currently live in Adrian, but I'm moving back to be closer to work and like everything I do here or do now is in the area. So yeah, nice. when before it was out that way. So, so you, you guys are downtown Brooklyn, correct? Yep. Talk a little bit about uh, downtown Brooklyn and the excitement that's been there the last, uh, <laughs> well, especially last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so amazing. Like we were all extremely sad and upset when we couldn't have it Witches night out mm -hmm. and pumpkin quest and all of like the fun activities that go with the holidays because it's what we live for just getting involved with the community you know meeting new people and just kind of having that experience at all we had i think we counted over 250 people that awesome. came in and hung out at our salon you know we had we had a few people go down and so we ended up I ended up calling in a few friends. I called in Ben Hicks, and he was super glad to come in. Um, I yeah, was like, he dressed up yeah. as um, Gandalf. Oh. Yeah, he was Gandalf, nice. the great financial advisor. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, and that was like spur of the moment, you know, 10-minute costume yeah. idea, and it went great. The ladies loved it. Like, they couldn't get enough of everything that was going on at the salon, and it was great. Nice. Are you booked for, uh, if someone needs something done for a Halloween party, are you already all, all booked up? I usually find time to make room okay. for the fun things. Cool. This girl works until like one or two o'clock in the awesome. morning if yeah. she needs to, so she'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> awesome. I'm not afraid. How do they get a hold of you? Um, you can message me on Facebook. You can get a hold of us through the Patrons team, or well, the Patrons Facebook page. You can call us, just look us up on Google. You can even book directly online. Oh, awesome. Nice. So. Well, have a happy Halloween. Yeah, and, I will. Uh, send us send us some pictures, will you? <laughs> I definitely will, and I hope you guys do as well. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Elise. Good to see you. Elise Haig from Patrons here on The Morning Show. We'll be right back after this.
With proper alignment, your vehicle's tires can last a lot longer. At GeForce Automotive, we perform a comprehensive front-end inspection and perform a complete alignment on your car, truck, or SUV. We'll keep you driving straight down the road. At GeForce Automotive, we make friends one car repair at a time. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Like a superpower, bringing hope to your despair in your darkest hour. Right away, Red Cross is there to honor the words we've said and the cross we wear. Are you thinking about retiring? The decisions you make during that time are crucial. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and with over 20 years of experience, I can help you through each step and make this difficult transition easier to understand. At Concord Community Schools, we passionately believe in our students. That's why we challenge our kids to take risks and encourage them to stick with it. Thanks to this commitment, Concord Schools has the highest percentage of graduates enrolled in college in Jackson County. Concord's high school robotic team has qualified for the first world championships two years in a row, as well as 19 athletic state championships. We strive to give our kids ownership of their learning by providing them with challenging learning experiences and technology for each student. Call our district office at 517-524-8850 or visit our website at concordschools.net. This is my Halloween costume. Thank you for providing it. Trick or treat! Awesome. Yay! So, we did it! Yes, we did. No face paint uh, today, but next time. Next time for sure. Hey, you know what I was going to ask you? Because um, you're in your 40s now. Sleep in your 40s, there's some new concerns that may emerge. Um, and as I'm approaching 40, I'm wondering if you have to deal with any of these. Um, reduced sleep quality. Check. Uh, daytime sleepiness and fatigue. Oh, uh, no. No, no, you're caffeinated. Reduced melatonin production. I don't know. Mental and, <laughs> mental and emotional health, how's that? Just when I leave here. How about, how's your recovery from stress? See, I don't feel like those symptoms necessarily apply to me. I think the bigger thing, especially for women, is if you're a mother, mm -hmm. you never sleep the same. No, really? I, mean, I hear my children cough upstairs. Yeah. Daddy's a lot nicer than you, Mommy. Well, that's probably because of all the extra rest he gets, sweetheart. Maybe it's different in your house, but no, in most it's, households... It's not. We don't sleep the same. And so, yeah, then we get in our 40s and we get a little more cranky because we're tired. We don't sleep the same. And I don't, I literally, I mean, I'll, I'll hear the girls that they get up to go to the bathroom, but like the you're, dog can be barking right next. You're getting cranky right now. Gosh, just even thinking about it. Just I need a nap. <laughs> I, uh, I'm no, just mad I, you were talking about me thing, being my, in my 40s. My, my wife says the same thing. She wakes up for everything and someone yeah. could come in and rearrange our house and I would still be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> it's the gift, the gift that you That's why have. we... That's why we got two lovable pugs to stop any intruder. But I did read that article that you sent me, mm -hmm. and it did say that men suffer worse from like apnea, but you guys just sleep right through it. Just yeah. snore right through it. Uh, men love to sleep, just like puppies, so. I don't really like to sleep. Really? I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, I don't know. I, I, I think uh, we all enjoy a little bit of sleep every now and again. Hey, that was a fun show today. It was. It was I just great. can't get over I just think you look more like a big bad wolf than a cat. <laughs> it's making me giggle. <laughs> yeah, this is great. So again, we have a tradition on Halloween. Um, uh, everyone dresses up the day before. Well, it's today, uh, this week it'll be Friday, so everyone dresses up. So come down and show us your costume. You got it. Please do that. And we have a few new employees we're looking forward to uh, seeing what they dress up as as well. Nice. So, yes, absolutely. That's it for the Monday morning show. Jennifer, always great to see you. Have a wonderful and happy Halloween. Bye-bye.